Welcome to the Long Hollow Group Leader Podcast. We believe that life change happens best in circles, not rows. And so whether we're talking about your life group, your D group, or your family, this resource exists to help you make disciples that make disciples. Today on the podcast, we are tackling a really a great topic. It's one that I think is going to be really helpful. It's one that we've actually, as I look through our spring, I said, man, when we get to this episode and next episode, I mean, that is going to really be helpful for our group leaders. The topic is you saw when you check, when you click this, this podcast is, does my friend have anxiety? And maybe that's a question you're asking. Maybe it's a group member or maybe it's just a relationship, but you're asking, you're wondering, and maybe you're even asking about yourself. Man, do I have unhealthy anxiety? And so tell us a little bit for the group leader, why is this going to be so beneficial, Julie? Yeah, Vic, if we have been a group leader for any amount of time, there's we've seen those in our group struggling with Mm -hmm. either anxiety or depression, and it's just such a topic and certainly coming out of a pandemic, yes. we have seen a rise in those who struggle with it. So I'm excited about this topic today because I think it's going to be so helpful for those listening. And we mm. have uh, with us today, Scarlett McGlasson. Scarlett is our uh, member care, women's men, member care minister. Is that your title, Scarlett? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. So uh, Scarlett, we want to just jump in and begin to talk about this because we think you can really give us some help on how to identify uh, anxiety in a friend. So I'm going to ask you just a question to start us off here. What is the difference between normal worry and unhealthy anxiety? So with normal worry, we can process a thought. We um, look at it. We look at what is going on, what are possible solutions, and um, we can give it up to the Lord, <laughs> hopefully, good, yeah. and move on. But when you have unhealthy anxiety, it's unhealthy when it is impacting our ability to function daily. You look at oftentimes people with unhealthy anxiety have racing thoughts. And so when a struggle comes up, they can't get to that place where they seek God, where they can process it. Um, and, and so that is such a struggle when you can't process things. Lots of times there is um, rumination and mm. a, a lot of just being stuck in that problem and that thought. And uh, the Lord wants us to be able to give it to him to find solutions and to move on. And so that is really the big key between um, unhealthy anxiety and anxiety. If we didn't have anxiety, I always say we wouldn't get out of bed in the morning yeah. <laughs> because you know the Lord uses everything and uses it healthy anxiety for us to hey, I want to do God's will, I want to move mm. forward. And so, yeah, that's really um, good. It's, I think we said that in, in a couple episodes back, we talked about it's when you lose control of your emotions. That's mm-hmm. kind of what you're talking about. Where uh, uh, for you mentioned when it starts to impact the functioning day to day, and so this idea of you're no longer in control. But but it's in control of you. That's that right. tipping point you're describing. Right. Correct? Yeah. And thinking is, is for some people are more emotional. Some people are more of a thinker. Yeah. And so um, you're looking at triggers there mm. <laughs> when oftentimes those emotions from past things jump at us and we're stuck in the past yeah. and in those emotions. Yeah. But, yeah, that's no, right. helpful. Yeah, so you've mentioned, I mean, some of that is just it's continual thoughts and, and you just can't get past it. But what are some other signs that someone in your group may be struggling with unhealthy anxiety? Right. So procrastination. 
Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of people it, right it can there. Be. And of course, <laughs> at, we yeah. can all have different degrees of these things, but uh, being late often because mm-hmm. when someone is experiencing anxiety and the procrastination part can be, hey, I am worrying and struggling about getting started in something. Yeah. So Does that mean my wife has uh, <laughs> has anxiety? Say, she may not necessarily. She's slamming. I know <laughs> that's not good. Every time we go to uh, on a date, I'm in the car just sitting there waiting. I need to I need to maybe ask her. Do we need to go to a counselor? Are you struggling with this? Not necessarily. Yes, but it can be. You know, so you look at coupled. You know, when somebody that you is your friend or in your group, and they have many of these things then that may be pointing to anxiety. Yeah. So if someone in your group <clears throat> is very rigid, mm. if they are very stiff and don't seem like they're breathing a lot, if someone is very fidgety, if they're bouncing their leg up and down, yeah. moving their hands, and because it, anxiety can show up in so many different ways. And those are some things that you can look at. <clears throat> you think about verbally in a group, if someone is saying always and never, I always do this and I never do that. Mm. So that is one of those thinking traps that is overgeneralizing and they're not living in God's grace. Hmm. And so there are these traps that pour gasoline on the fire of anxiety. Hmm. Oh, wow, if someone good. says must and should a lot, mm. that is another sign because they're comparing and comparison is another one of those things that really <laughs> puts us in a place of anxiety. Um, there's something called all or nothing thinking. So if someone is um, claiming a lot of failure, I didn't do that right, yeah. I didn't do this right, I, that is one of the biggest traps that I think the devil keeps us from God's grace and God's will. And we live in claiming all this failure, failure, failure. It should have been this. It had to be this. And when looking at things in a godly lens, God right. is looking for us to just grow yeah. <laughs> and move mm. forward. Mm. And he's cheerleading us on. And when people are in a place of it has to be this or I'm a failure, yeah. the devil is, is loving that because we're not living in, in God's yeah. love and yeah. grace and moving forward. And so when you hear those kind of things, those are those are things to be looking at, hey, Maybe this person is experiencing some anxiety. Yeah, I love that. That all or nothing thinking mm-hmm. really stood out to me. Or the uh, and the trap. Yeah, that was a good word. I thought yeah. you know to use. Yeah, that's really good. I think and, and some of that being late again. You know, I jokingly said with my <laughs> wife, but we're not talking about being just kind of casually late. But this is this like man, they're rolling it. Maybe they're rolling into your group significantly late, or it's just this pattern where that they can't get out of. That's mm-hmm. that's what you're speaking to. It's right. kind of like man, that that's different than just being a, a little more casual with your time. Sophie spent a lot of time in in south america so she got on that time and i'm still waiting we're two decades out of (laughs) that i think and she's like (laughs) she's still uh you know living in uh south america time which is about 10 minutes late right it's it's, yeah (laughs) the uh well let's so let's talk about that if i'm a group leader let's we'll just use the group dynamic but obviously this could work with just any relationship that you have but you're in i'm a group leader i'm looking and i'm seeing these triggers that you just mentioned and, and I have my just the discernment and, and, and that I have, man, I feel like there's a that they've potentially moved to an unhealthy state. That they are, they are not, it's not normal worry, it's this unhealthy anxiety. When that happens, if we see it, but they don't yet, what should we do? So, first thing 
do not ask them, are you having anxiety? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to give them anxiety. That is a good point right there. That's really good. Like self-fulfilling <laughs> prophecy. Don't do that. But people often don't realize that they that their worry has escalated. Mm. And so a good question to say, hey, how are you doing? Yeah. And listen. And especially as Christians, we want to jump in and help often. Mm-hmm. So uh, Brother Robbie says all the time, which is such great advice, people don't care what you know until they know how much you care. Right. And so caring, just listening and actually caring about their feelings. Hey, that sounds hard. Oh, it sounds like you were having a lot of stress then. Yeah. Not that we can't and we we actually, if we're, if we're given the opportunity in God's timing to go there with that person, sometimes it's not that first conversation. It's mm, building trust, good. especially as a person doesn't realize that they're struggling with anxiety, but caring and then praying, hey, can I pray for you? Mm-hmm. It's so powerful. And so as the Lord leads, I think pointing to God and God's strength and truth. Right. I mean, that's not necessarily me. You should do this and you should do this and you should do mm. this. And then oftentimes when we are giving advice, people feel like we're putting ourselves over them and they yeah. feel judged and and criticized and more anxiety, right? Yeah. Which right. is not what we want. But caring about them, praying with them, and um, pointing them to hey, if you've got a trusted family member that you can mm. talk to, mm. um, not everybody's safe. <laughs> and sometimes yeah. sister or mother or whoever may be critical and harsh. And so, hey, if you've got somebody that's in your family that you can talk with this about, hey, do that. Yeah, And um, even depending on that conversation, encouraging to talk to a doctor right. um, is another great thing. Um, but scripture <laughs> is so yeah. important, you know, praying and then, not in the way of, you know, <laughs> Second Timothy one seven says, you right. know, don't fear. Right. Uh, but uh, hey, you know, this helps me. Anytime that we can share what helps us, yeah, and it is so helpful. And put it, you know, as a personal thing to me, so that I'm not coming mm, right at that person in in a way that they feel yeah. that they're being super pushed or judged. Well, you're relating with them in that transparency there of just like, hey, I I understand that struggle. Yeah. A couple of things that we shared uh, when Russell was on a couple of weeks ago, uh, you know, we talked about don't define it, describe it, you know, like yeah. Yeah, don't, I think you have unhealthy anxiety. It's like, right. <laughs> are you having some anxious thoughts? Is that, is that, you know, is that kind of, is it, is it hindering some of your your day because of it? Again, those aren't the questions we would lead with, as you were saying. Right. But it, it is this idea of let's describe it. Let's ask questions and let them trip over the insight, um, I think, are huge. Uh, we've And I think that's kind of coming back to, I think it was walking alongside people in crisis, some of those principles very similar. This just kind of colors that in specifically to an issue that we struggle so much with or that is so prevalent right now, which is anxiety. And I think just being aware of the fact mm-hmm. that there are going to be people in there so that we can look for those kinds of things and, and help on the front end rather than waiting maybe till it, 
you know, gets worse. Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, getting it early on the front mm-hmm. end of it, opposed to just kind of waiting until it's, dis- yeah. you know, it destruction of the group becomes very evident or it hinders something else, kind of like what we talked about last week. Yeah, yeah that's really good. Um, okay, so many of our group leaders, uh, they actually lead high school and middle school students. And so our student life groups, our student D groups. Um, and so with them, is there anything specifically that you would recommend for those leaders as you're uh, walking alongside students specifically around the topic of anxiety? Right. Of course, a lot of the things I've already mentioned, but with youth, you're looking at confidentiality. You're looking mm. at uh, trying to, because mentally <laughs> their brains are not developed fully yeah. mm. and really trying to protect them in so many different ways. So if a youth mentions um, anxiety and struggles in a group, it's probably not best to <laughs> go in one-on-one and draw that out. Right. And, and the things we're talking about carrying in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so probably with another person uh, is, uh, Hey, can we talk for a couple minutes after the group? Right. And say, Hey, what all's happening? Um, and letting them share and then encourage them again to safe people uh, to share with a family member. Um, in prayer <laughs> and encouraging them to pray, pointing them to, um, to Bible verses. And with children so much, I think that as adults, we struggle with them struggling mm. with their feelings and allowing feelings. And I know when my children were younger that I struggled with uh, them being angry <laughs> or right. mad or or even hurt. And I didn't realize that I was not allowing them to have feelings. Mm -hmm. And so this happy, happy, happy uh, can really be something that we don't even realize that we're doing. So allowing them to share their feelings and saying, hey, it's back to that caring about their feelings. That sounds hard. And Mm. I can understand your struggle and not as an adult going to, oh, you should. (laughs) You should be happy and the God, God, this and smile and but allowing that. And then I look at is this child um, when they're sharing is you worry about the self-harm thing Mm. because lots of times with anxiety and we think about teenagers and the cutting. Yeah. And so, Mm. you know, that comes to mind as I'm thinking about a leader. And so if a child talks about that, and of course at this point, hopefully you go one-on-one or um, in a place where another person can be and you're having that private conversation or where you're seen. Yeah. Um, But you know, so, hey, what, what does that look like? What's going on? And mm-hmm. I, a couple of years ago, um, was um, with a young girl that talked about cutting. And so it was scratches from with her fingernails. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't something that rose to the level of, you know, we got to get her immediate mm-hmm. medical attention right. or um, she's in danger. But we talked about contacting her guardian. Yep. And I spoke with the guardian and said, hey, this is what's going on. So the child was afraid that the guardian was going to be upset mm-hmm. <laughs> that they had, you know, done some self-harm sure. again. And so as I talked with that child, I said, hey, you you got to let them have their feelings. And it's okay mm-hmm. if, you know, but this is important for you to share and just let them know. And, yeah. and so when it, it went great. Yeah. I had the conversation. They caught, We were not in a place where a guardian was near. And so... They were informed, and but mm-hmm. I think that's an important thing as um, we are working with youth yeah. that we're communicating with their guardians 
that we're loving them and that we're letting them know, hey, I'm a safe person right, <laughs> to right. talk mm-hmm. to. No, I love that. You, you know, and even taking that principle back into that adult space when when somebody does share with us an anxiety that has risen to a place of whether it's uh, self-harm or it's just been destructive. It's really that debilitating. Mm-hmm. You know, what I think you did so well in there that makes sense is you said, hey, we need to share this with somebody, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then talking. How do we do that? You know, not right. do we if 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 we share, you know, it's saying we are. And how do we best do that? Um, so that you feel comfortable, but we also get the truth out that we get to people we know. Um, and then we take that in the adult space, you know, Hey, how, how do so we need to tell some people about this? We need to go have some conversations. How would you like to do that? And then what we talked about last week was the thing is so important is it's not passing off. It's walking with, Hey, we're, you know, there's help here. We need to go get that, but I'm going to walk with you and, and just realize, man, we're in this together. The power of presence, they don't feel abandoned. And as a group leader, when we hit that tipping point, when, um, and I don't even know if tipping point's the right word, but where it's, man, we, we need to bring somebody else into this. This person needs more than the group can give. We're always walking with them um, alongside it. We may not be the guide, but we are the, the, you know, the companion along the way, if you will. Yeah, and, and to remember that it's important we talk to them to say, we're going to walk with you and we're going to someone else rather than just going to someone else right. and then coming back to them because right. that confidentiality we don't want to break that trust, you know, yeah. early on. So yeah. I love that walking yeah. with them. What would, if we get to that point and there's a need for man, this anxiety has gotten unhealthy. It's controlling me. What maybe that's you as a group leader today? Maybe you feel more like we're describing your state than a group members or a friends. Um, where can they go? What? How can we help them along the way? Where would you, you kind of point somebody who's saying, "Man, I need a little bit more help." Right, above and beyond safe friends, family, <clears throat> you as a group leader, a counselor, and lots of times churches know even licensed counseling counselors in their congregation that they recommend and then they refer to. Even talk, talking to with your doctor mm-hmm. is a, a great thing, and there there are decisions to be made, and those are conversations that you know are all individual. Yeah. Our church is able to have uh, so many different uh, recovery support, Christ centered groups. Right. We have a mental health group. We actually currently have a anxiety group mm-hmm. that That's focuses good. on there are actually great books big great christian books uh, two mm-hmm. books i would recommend one is the anxious christian by red uh, brett <laughs> red smith can't get there my tongue right uh, <laughs> and that i love that book as he talks about hey god uses everything and even in our anxiety he can use it to reveal his truth right and there are these ruts that we get into Uh, We can seek him and have Mm. healing. And um, Jenny Allen recently released a book called Get Out of Your Head, and she uses Philippians and Philippians 3 and 4. And and, uh, we actually are just finishing up an anxiety group using her materials Mm. in that book. But books are great, too. Yeah, no, that's great. And so, and as always, we want to walk alongside you, Julie, her team, and then Scarlett, her team. Uh, we want to help you or if it's a group member uh, as we as you walk through this season. And so if there's anything that we can do, please reach out. Um, and then next week, I'm excited. First off, Scarlett, thank you so much. No, we'll, 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 we'll tell Russell that uh, that he, he had the best guest <laughs> for about a week. <laughs> 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 the, no, thank you so much for being here. Thanks 
thanks for everything that that you've brought to the table when it comes to anxiety and how to identify that in a friend or a group member. I'm excited. Next week, we have Grant joining us, and Grant helps. Uh, we're actually going to be talking about um, does my friend have depression? And so very similar conversations here, but there are some nuanced difference. I'm excited to hear uh, more about that uh, when we talk about specifically depression and how to walk alongside people. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Take a moment to subscribe and share this podcast. If you are a long hollow group leader, click the link in the show notes to access resources just for you. If you are a church leader and want to receive free resources to help you make disciples in your home, group, or church, click the link in the show notes or visit replicate.org.